This is Dream House, written by Evan Perlman for Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. It is available on DriveThruRPG. Follow the link in the show notes for more information. Dream House features Holland Lane Curtis as Kermit, the Antiquarian, Michael Morrison as Stanley, the Drifter, Talia Coons as Clara, the Private Investigator, and Wendy Donegan as Missy, the Dilettante. And I am Jonah Knight, your keeper. Okay, let's go. Part 1. Boston, February 2nd, 1923. Each of you has been invited to dinner tonight by an old friend, Mr. Henry Knock. And the four of you are now on your way. Missy, I think you might have a car. Sure, happy to drive. So at the beginning of the day... Maybe some of you knew each other a little bit, but none of you were fast friends. And thanks to Missy and her, I I assume, very nice car, uh, you are all driving instead of walking. And that is fantastic because this is the beginning of a nor'easter. You've all been to Mr. Knott's house before, and this would be an easy trip if the weather was not turning horrible. The snow is thick, the snow is nasty, and there is more heat coming from each of you than from the car itself. Your visibility is limited, and you are running late. So let's just begin, Missy, with a drive auto roll, and let's see how safe this drive actually is to Mr. Knott's house. Okay, so two ten-sided here. Okay, 42. That is a success. So it is a, it is slow going, but you uh, you feel like you can kind of make this drive without bringing danger to yourself and your passengers. You've been in this car for a few minutes, everyone. Are you getting to know each other? Are you chatting about something or are you all sort of white knuckled? barely seeing anything out the window. I think I would almost be keeping to myself. Uh, Stanley appears, I appear a little shy and maybe a little bit shell-shocked about being around these people because I don't normally get to be in cars or around polite society. Um, Stanley smells and... um, He's very, very shabby looking. I'm sort of pressing myself against one of the windows and kind of trying to not get on any of them. Uh, I think that uh, Kermit is likely reading, uh, keeping to herself. She might take the passenger seat if that's welcome with Missy, but probably will not not spend too much time interacting. She's not here for other people. She's here for Mr. Knott, so... I think Missy is taking this opportunity to try and keep folks entertained. I think she enjoys the sound of her own voice. So she's more than happy to just sort of chatter on and attempt to make interesting statements and make herself sort of the center of attention. 
and she might not notice so much because she's focused on, because I'm focused on driving, but maybe they're not paying as much attention to me as um, I'm paying to myself. How long are we in the car? It feels like it's been a lot longer than it should be. And part of that is because the, the car is going slow. And part of that is the lack of visibility and probably that everything seems to be taking a lot longer because maybe you're in a room full of uh, a car full of people that you don't know. So it feels yeah. like it feels like you should be there by now. I don't know. Missy, how much longer is this drive? I'm guessing about 10 more minutes, but we're having a great time. Lively discussions. It's going to be a wonderful evening. I'm hungry. I can't wait to eat. I think uh, Clara is just kind of politely nodding at what Missy says and going like, hmm, occasionally and oh, oh, like when, every once in a while. I think the same for, for Kermit. I think they're probably switching off just to make it seem like it's a very rousing conversation. When she mentions dinner, uh, Stanley, who is kind of twisting his his rumpled up hat in his hands as he's sitting in the back seat. Uh, yeah, Mr. Not always puts out a really nice spread when he invites folks over for dinner. Ah, uh, does he? I've actually never been to his property myself. Have all of you? Uh, well, you know, uh, once, I guess, um, he and he and Mrs. Not were real good to me. I've been as well. He was a sort of mentor to me. So yes, I have seen his grounds. I see. I see. And my parents were friends with him, so I've actually been there many times. Um, it's sad that his wife has passed on, so I'm trying to. Keep him entertained and uh, keep his life full. But I will say he does make a nice spread, many courses. You always have to save room for dessert. Let me tell you, uh, it's going to be a fun night, guys. Sorry, this is out of character. Can I get like a physical description of everybody? Yeah, I think that that's a good point because it looks like the car has arrived and as each of you get out and make your way through this snow, which is now coming up over your ankles, could you each describe how you are dressed? Because perhaps this is the first time that everyone else has seen you. Who would like to get out of the car first and walk up to the house and describe themselves? Well, Stanley will wait until everyone else has gotten out of the car because he's still feeling a bit out of his element. I think um, I would probably just want to get out to get some fresh air, even though um, it is very cold and snowy. I, I don't think Clara likes being cooped up with people. Um, so I'm like a, like a tall, um, kind of unattractive woman in her mid-30s, I, I, I guess. Sort of like a, a bit a bit of a stocky build with like, brown hair kind of in a ponytail like above her head I would say um just sort of like rumpled up in one of those hairdos and wearing very fancy you know um like a dress and corset and stuff like that yep and all of you can see the wind starting to pick up and whip Claire's hair around a little bit 
who is next out of the car? Well, I did have to finish my page, but as soon as I was done with that, I step out of the car. And for Kermit, you see that's sort of similar at first glance to uh, how Clara was described. Taller, um, a little bit more stocky as well. Not really great about fashion. Um, so you see kind of a, a tweed vest that has like a, a brownish beige-ish uh, skirt slash bottom part. Um, hair pulled back into a, a kind of half ponytail. Some of the flyaways are kind of getting out of the way. Definitely thick rimmed glasses. She, she looks fairly, uh, fairly strong on her upper body, um, possibly from lugging ridiculously heavy books everywhere. Um, the one that she has in her lap, uh, was probably at least 800 pages and like good and thick and hefty. All right. So I collect my things to get out of the car. I am 26 years old from a well-to-do family and very fashionable. So I'm dressed like a flapper, probably somewhat inappropriate for the Nor'easter that's coming. Um, but I feel like I look very cute and I have, you know, velvet boots and stockings and a little hat and, you know, the little ringlet wavy kind of hair that was, that's very much, uh, the emerging style of the twenties. I have a very fancy bag and very, very put together and very fashionable, um, but a very cheery disposition as well, um. I don't try to, uh, I don't think I'm necessarily flaunting it. I'm just sort of trying to have fun with it, I guess. But um, my presentation is definitely a one of a socially. When Stanley unfolds himself out of the back seat, um, Stanley is taller than you think he should be. He's he's probably six and a half feet tall, but then he he really immediately kind of stoops over. And he looks very frail, like he's really let himself go and hasn't been healthy for a while. His his clothes just kind of hang on him loosely, and his face is very sallow underneath the weathering and the, the roughness of sort of living out of doors. And he's got very matted hair which he immediately puts his hat back on and kind of holds this crushed soft hat to his head in the wind. Um, he's just got sort of an old worn out suit jacket and slacks that probably he was given by some charity at some point, maybe even Mr. Knott. And uh, he's definitely dirty and he just looks tired. As each of you gets out of the car and you you cross towards the house, you can all see, even through this snow that is picking up, that the house just looks lovely. The ground floor windows from within are glowing with an inviting warmth. There is uh, smoke curling out of the chimney. It just sort of forecasts a pretty cozy environment inside and shelter from this snow. The walkway up to the door is a little icy, however, and who wants to knock? Who wants to ring the bell? I'm happy to knock and ring the bell. I feel as though I've been here many times. And from inside, 
Yeah, it's a little tricky at first because there is this sound of the wind and the storm coming in. But pretty quickly, you can hear Mr. Knott's voice from the far side of the house. Oh, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. And he opens the front door and he beckons you all right inside the hallway. Uh, he's, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so slow. I hope the, the storm is growing. I hope that you're all well. Oh, oh, I'm so happy that you're all able to make it tonight. This is going to be lovely. Thank you so much for the invite. M- Mr. Knott, uh, yeah, th- th- thank, you for, uh, thank you for letting me c- come to your, your house again. I really do appreciate it. And Stanley belatedly, I take off my hat again and start twisting it in my hands again, looking really nervous. He says, no, no, uh, any time, please. You are always welcome. All of you are welcome. Welcome. Anytime you like. Anytime you like. Well, well thank you. Mr. Nod is in his 70s. Uh, you all know that he's lived here for, for many years. Uh, and even as when his wife passed uh, some years ago, there were, maybe you were in on discussions that he was having, wondering about trying to sell his house, trying to move somewhere, but he would, he never really did. And as you stand inside the doorway, you feel the warmth that you thought you would feel. You feel this, uh, this very warm glow of light, very welcoming, very cozy. And you can smell something like a roast chicken. Maybe there's something else in the air. And uh, and he says, now, please, uh, if you have, if you have, if you'd like to hang up your coats, you can go uh, take off your shoes back to the, the mudroom. If you like, oh, you don't have to take off your shoes. If you like, no, no, that's fine. Just, uh, mm. and he sort of looks about. Maybe you can see that he's wearing slippers. Uh, no, you can uh, just uh, maybe just uh, care for your boots just a bit here. Sorry about the weather. I'm sorry about the weather, but um, I'm very, very happy to have you here. I am a little behind schedule. I've got mulled cider in the fireplace. Uh, maybe one of you could just make sure the fire is going. I have to run back into the kitchen. If any of you are good cooks, uh, I wouldn't say no to a little help. Um, but um, but make yourself comfortable. Dinner is coming any moment now. Any moment now. He looks very happy to see all of you. And there is a warmth and a kindness in his eyes. I want to politely smile and say that. Um... I've done a little bit of cooking for my husband uh, in these past few years, so I'm I'm happy to help. Oh, that'd be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Yes, uh, whenever you're ready, there's um, the last of my whiskey is in by the fireplace. If you, I don't, I don't really touch it anymore. But if anyone wants to make a cider for themselves, that's that's wonderful. I'm 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 very much looking forward to dinner. Uh, but please make yourself at home, and uh, dinner will be ready very soon. Uh, yeah, Mr. Not, sir. I'll uh, I'll check on that fire for you, and I'll start heading towards the the room he indicated. Uh, I suppose I'll make my way to the the whiskey and um, start offering drinks to the guests. Um, a little a little too comfortably, maybe. Um, but I don't think uh, Kermit is aware of the social faux pas of doing so. And I'm happy to go right to the fire. I've been a little bit chilled because of my inappropriately, um, you know, not matching the weather kind of uh, outfit. But I'm also very happy to have some of that whiskey. So 
I'm following right behind Kermit. He does disappear down the the pretty wide hallway uh, back into the kitchen and leaves you to your own devices. Does anyone want to visit the mudroom to hang up their things? Are any of you doing anything with your shoes or the best that you can at the front door? Stanley um, tries really hard to clean off his boots before he walks away from the front door, but you can tell that the prospect of taking them off is very unappealing to him. So he 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 kind of he kind of hesitates for a minute, and then he just he cleans them off real good, and then scurries into the living room and uh, starts to poke at the fire a little bit, and then he pours out a a cup of of the cider from the fire. And Missy decides that. She wants to keep everything on for a little bit till she gets warm. She's also very pleased with how well her shoes match her dress. And so she wants to make sure that everyone gets a good picture of her full outfit um, before she gets a few drinks in her and feels comfortable enough to take her shoes off. As she's kind of doing that, I like, I, Clara looks a little bit like, like, ugh, and she kind of rubs her temples um, when she's out of sight of Missy and, takes her shoes and very politely um, brings them to the mudroom. Eventually, once once drinks are finished, I think that um, Kermit will go and put her shoes uh, kind of out of order, but, you know, uh, sometimes there's priority. But uh, as as uh, she's handing off uh, one of the glasses of, of now-made cider to Missy, I think she does attempt to strike up a conversation, just something like, your dress is fancy. Well, thank you so much. It is very new. I just got mm-hmm. it. And I love the way the peacock blue hues sort of match with my boots. So thank you so much for noticing. Um, I very much like your tweed coat. Oh, um, it's not new and is frayed on the sleeves, but thank you for returning the compliment to be polite i know it, it looks it looks like you you've loved it and it it looks like it's has meaning for you it is my work jacket yes you are correct about that um i'm going to put my shoes away goodbye while this interchange has been going on i have stayed at the fire just kind of hunkered down in front of it trying to make myself as small as I can. And I'm like, I want to talk about fashion. I don't want to talk about that. That's bad. No, don't talk about that. Well, the living room, the three of you in the living room do find this to be a very cozy space. There's a a nicely faded oriental rug covering most of the floor. All of you who have been here before recognize it. In fact, it looks almost exactly the same. It might be exactly the same as it was the last time you were here. There is a sofa in front of the window. It looks like half of the color in it has been bleached by years of being in direct sunlight. There are two armchairs, a small table, cozy place to read near the fireplace with uh, the convenient uh, drinks cabinet and mugs all nearby. Wall sconces, uh, paintings of landscapes, built-in bookshelf. Very pleasant in here. Now, Clara, as you you left the entranceway and went to put your shoes away into the mudroom. Yeah. And I want to, after that, um, head across the hallway to the kitchen after I'm done with that. As the first time that you've been in this house, there's something a little odd about 
how wide this hallway is. You know something about architecture, a little bit. And this style of house tends to have this central hallway of being maybe a little bit more narrow. And there's something about this one that feels like someone decided to make this one a little wider. It's a little strange, but, you know, it's not horrible. It's just a little odd. Interesting. I will, I do want to ask, um, so I've had some dealings with um, Mr. Knott and him trying to buy houses um, before. So do I know anything about like the kind of house that he, he prefers or does that information help me with anything at all? Yeah, I mean, you know that he had some time there back when his wife was still with him that uh, he was interested in real estate and property and he... He, you were one of the folks that he worked with to sort of identify maybe the history of some houses, maybe the value of some houses, maybe potential uh, buyers and things like that. Yeah, I guess what style is this house in, would you say? Yeah, this is one of those, oh, if you were in New York, maybe this would, they would call it a brownstone. In some areas, they call it shotgun style. It's definitely kind of older. Uh, it was popular for a long time. And yeah, this is a this is an an aged house that has maybe not been kept up as well as one could, but maybe it is because of his age and because he definitely does seem to be slowing down. I mean, I've only ever been here the once, uh, but did he have any help or servants or like a butler or a maid or anyone in this house with them? Or was it just always him and his wife? No, he did. He did not have any, he did not have a live-in help. Uh, there was a, a sort of a part-time staff that would come in and take care of the place. Clara, as you get down to the mudroom, it's a small, narrow space. This is where everyone, where all of the um, the pegs to hang your coats are. There, his, uh, Mr. Knott's boots are sitting beside a bench near the back door. There are his extra hats, his scarves, his outdoor gear is all in here. Plenty of space to to find to leave your your shoes. So I do that, and I head out the door that I came in and across to the kitchen. This is I I think your trip down to the mudroom and into the kitchen takes about as much time as the the fashion conversation did in the living room. So you deposit your shoes, you push through the door into the kitchen, and there it is. It's a it's a lovely checkerboard pattern on the floor. There's a large old sink and uh, enough counter space that uh, that would make almost anyone happy in a in a modest sized kitchen of the time. The gas stove is match lit and functional, and you can see you can smell uh, a roast chicken in there. And uh, the stairs are in the corner that lead up to the upper floor, the the second floor. Now, yes, the the kitchen is nice. It seems well-maintained, but maybe your impression is that it's not being cleaned as thoroughly or as frequently as maybe one might. Okay. Does it look like, um, like cluttered? Like, uh, I, he, he mentioned he needed help. So I'm, I'm wondering, mm. I guess if there's like just stuff strewn everywhere or if he's very neat and has got like all the food prepped and et cetera. It's somewhere in between. Uh, you can see him look up at you as you enter and smile. And he says, oh, 
Thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming in to help. I've got, you can smell the, the, the chicken is in. And I think, um, it just, uh, just a few minutes, any, any, any moment now it should be done, but I'm having trouble with these, with these carrots and these potatoes. And you can see maybe, uh, in front of him on the cutting board are a number of vegetables and he's got, uh, some knives out and he, as you enter, he puts the knife down and sort of shrugs an apology. Like, I'm sorry. I, I it would be of wonderful, wonderful help to me if you could maybe just cut the potatoes and I can, I can get them on. I'm sure they'll, they'll cook very quickly. Of course. Of course, Mr. Not. That's what I'm here for. Happy to help. Um, and I kind of, uh, resolutely take the knife and start cutting potatoes. Are there any potatoes that he's tried to cut? I, I don't really understand how, I, I guess he's not able to cut potatoes. It does look like there were a few that he started to maybe try to try to peel, or he did a couple of slices, a couple of chunks. It looks like he didn't get that far. Okay, so I just, I'll start doing it. Now you can roll a psychology if you're looking for a little more motivation. I think so. Um, I think I'm I'm a little bit like like hmm. I'm wondering if he just wanted me to cut them, you know, and didn't wasn't really having trouble. He just wanted someone else to do it for him. I roll a thirty-two out of fifty. He is older since the last time you've seen him, but it doesn't look like his hands are shaking. He doesn't seem so frail like he's going to fall down at any moment. He did seem happy to sort of pass that job off to someone. And as you pick up the knife, he sort of turns and moves over to some spices and some herbs. And he begins to gather them up so that he can prepare the roasted vegetables as well. And maybe in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, if he's just putting in vegetables to roast now, these are not going to be done in a minute or two. But it it doesn't seem like he's too frail. It doesn't seem like he necessarily has, you know, a health reason for why Maybe he, he just wants some company. I am I I I am very grateful for you all coming tonight and for you coming in to help. This is this is wonderful. I haven't had company like this in oh I I don't know if I remember when. I think we'll have a wonderful evening. Do you live alone in this in this in this extravagant house, Mister Not? And you can see sort of like a, a sadness pass over him. So yes, I, it's, it's, um, it's been a few years now. A few years now. Just me. Just me. Sorry to hear that. But hopefully we can make your night, night very, very warm and nice. Thank you. I, I think so. I think so. I think there was, um, what was it? I was going to, um, he sort of strokes his chin a little bit and looks up. His eyes sort of go around. There was something I was going to, I was going to bring something up. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure it will come to me. There was, I was going to, I'm sure I'll remember. I'm sure I'll remember. There was a reason I was going to ask you all here. In addition for a, a, a lovely evening, which I'm sure we will have. There was something, what was it? And he sort of is busying himself in the kitchen. Some, um, some business venture, possibly. Another one of your lucrative ideas. No, no, I think, uh, I think those days have, have passed. I'm, I'm happy here. Oh, there was something I was going, to, I was looking for. I don't remember. Oh, what was it? it it's, it's okay, Mr. Knott. You don't have to remember right now. And I kind of, I kind of turned back as if to end the conversation. Hmm. Hmm. 
back in the living room, I think, Kermit, you said you were on your way out. You were going to put your shoes away? Yes. I plan to put my shoes away and then, I suppose, step into the kitchen. I don't know if she's really thinking about, like, helping with cooking, but more so just wanting to interact with uh, Mr. Knott. As you leave the living room out into the hallway, uh, right across from the living room is uh, is a closed door. And as you cross down, there's another closed door on your left and an open door. And you sort of peek in. Oh, that's the dining room. Very nice in there. And then you get to the end of the hallway, you deposit your shoes in the mud room, and then uh, into the kitchen. As you enter, it looks like Clara and Mr. Knott were in conversation it looks like the three of you could probably be in here for some time, though certainly if all of you tried to get into the kitchen, it would be very crowded. I don't think that um, Kermit's necessarily coming in with the with the thought of like being any assistance unless specifically asked to. Um, so I think she'd be comfortable kind of just leaning up against the door frame um, or the the frame of the walkway entryway. And just kind of nods to him. And I think says something about, we've, we've missed you at the society. Uh, we've gotten a few more, a few more things in recently that I, I feel you, you would be quite interested to look, to look into. We found another architectural drawing of Thomas Jefferson's and, and uh, a new sculpture. Who is it by? I think it was Henry Dexter. Uh, you you really should drop by when you can. I would love to. I I really should. Maybe maybe when uh when it gets a little warmer. I have missed it. I have I have missed it very much spending time with you all there. Should you need an escort, I would be happy to escort you. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's 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 very nice, my dear. And he sort of touches your elbow. Pats your elbow just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate that. I uh, maybe maybe so maybe so. I really should. Uh, I really should if I uh, remembered. Um, and he sort of trails off and looks around the kitchen. Kind of brushes his hands on his pants. I just um, when I I'll remember. I'll remember too. I'll remember. To, I'm you, I'm a little worried about uh, Mr. Not at this point, and I come over to kind of stop him from doing that. And I'm like, like, what sort of society are the both of you in? Nothing queer, I hope, with a little smile. Oh, oh no, no, it is a, a social organization, just um, history, history, um, tales of of days gone by, and uh, and. Uh, and finding old, as as Kermit was was just saying, uh, old books and old uh, oh old books, old books, old books. That was it. Uh, there was a a book I can't find. I can't find my book. From your collection. From my collection. From my collection. Yes, yes, my a, a book from my collection. I can't find my book. Oh, perhaps after dinner, all of you could help me find my book. It's, I'm, I left it somewhere in the house. I don't, I don't remember. Is there a library of some sort? Oh, the, 
yes, there is a library, but I don't remember. I don't know if it's there. I don't know where. How are those potatoes? We should we should cook those potatoes because the the chicken is probably almost done. Um, they're all cut just for you, Mister Knot. I think oh. they're ready to be put in. Oh, wonderful, wonderful! And he turns and he begins to put them into a an oven safe dish, and adds uh, some oil and some seasonings. I shoot a bit of a glance at Kermit. <laughs> I shoot a glance back. And I think I, I just reiterate, we'll, we'll look for that book after dinner, which I'm sure will be wonderful. Thank you for all your hard work. Back in the living room. After Kermit uh, has left you there, Stanley and Missy, how is the conversation going? I'm mortified and terrified. And don't know what to do now. I've been left alone with this fashionable lady. So unless she addresses me directly, I stay sort of hunkered down by the fire, trying to pretend like I'm not there, even though I'm a big, big man. And I'm feeling a little bit out of my element. I'm used to being surrounded by a little more of a lively group of folks. And I pride myself on kind of being able to engage. And I definitely feel like I wasn't successful in my first interaction with Kermit. So I'm already trying to think of how I can connect with her the next time. Um, And I remember the book that she was reading in the car. So I'm going to ask her about that book. So I've got a plan for her. But now here I am with Stanley. I don't think I've ever met him before. I can tell that he seems uncomfortable, um, but I'm usually pretty good at making people feel comfortable. So I finished my drink and I try to make some conversation with him. So um, Stanley, I believe is your name. Is that right? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I'm I'm Stanley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you must be very special for Mr. Not to invite you to this dinner tonight. I'm very pleased to meet you and get to know you. Oh, that's that's real nice of you. Um I'm I'm real pleased to meet you too. Um I uh I don't well he got me a job. That's that's what he he got me a job and um so, you know, I guess he cares. But I don't I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just nobody, you know. I'm just nobody. Oh, but Stanley, everybody's somebody. Uh well, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, but what what work do you do? Could probably do great things with your hands. Well, I I work at a a tool factory. Yeah, I, I make I make tools on a in a factory. I'm a uh, work hard, try to make Mr. Not proud of, of getting me the job. I don't really know why he invited me tonight. Um, do you know, do you know, did he say anything to you about, about what this was about? Cause this seems like a, well, we seem like a, a very mixed uh, societal crowd. Notice that I'm not quite sure what he has in mind. In fact, I'm sort of here on my own at the urging of my parents. Normally they would be the ones invited, but they were busy tonight. So they wanted me to come make sure that Mr. Knott was doing well. 
I don't know I, uh, what this is about exactly. I guess your your parents are are real rich. I don't know if that's the exact word I would use to describe them. And, you know, we all have our uses. I mean, tools are very important. We all need tools. I myself just discovered a new tool that helps me put the waves in my hair 10 minutes faster than the old way. So that's nice. Yes. The waves, those are nice. Do you think, think maybe we should go check on the others? I'm going to pour myself another drink and I'll meet you there. Okay. And I get out of the room. (laughs) I'll also walk down the hall towards the kitchen. Missy alone in the room. Do you pour yourself another drink? I do. And I am going to refocus myself and try and save this evening. Cause so far, I don't know that things are going so great. Can you roll a spot hidden 2d10? And try to get less than 45. 45 or less. Ooh, 86. You can hear Stanley walking away down the hallway. As you're up, you find the perfect balance of whiskey and uh, mulled cider. And it feels like, almost like someone is watching you. But you you can hear the footsteps go away. And you've heard all of the footsteps go to the other end of the house. And there's a sort of a a moment where you feel this sort of someone's eyes or someone watching. And maybe you look around and for a moment, it appeared as though this entire room, every, every bit of every wall was covered with a crucifix. Dozens and dozens and dozens. And you blink. And of course, they're not here. Because you know what this room looks like. A little bit of a a crawl across your skin. And I think you've lost one magic point. And you have this sort of a desire, maybe not to be in this room alone at this moment. Definitely. I skitter my way straight to the kitchen. Definitely with a bit of a heebie-jeebie feeling tingling down my spine. Kermit and Clara in the kitchen... You see uh, Mr. Knott prepares the vegetables. When he opens up the oven, this chicken smells amazing. And from where you are, with whatever cooking knowledge you have, it looks like it's probably almost done. And then he slides raw vegetables in beside the chicken. And as he closes the oven, the kitchen door opens and Stanley comes in. And with four people now in this room, everyone is is uh, almost elbow to elbow. Stanley, uh, do you have a goal coming into this kitchen now, uh, being right next to everybody? Honestly, he's not thinking too much about it. He just kind of walks in and then stands there awkwardly as he realizes that he's just gone from one social situation he didn't know how to handle to another. He looks at everybody and he goes, do you want me to set the table? Oh, uh, Mr. Knott turns. Oh, I, uh, oh, that's, that's very, very thoughtful of you, Stanley. I, um, in the storage room, I still have some of the plates I wanted to put out. I haven't, I, I'm just so behind. I'm so behind. I, I meant to have everything finished by the time you all arrived, but yes, I have, I have plates in the, in the storage room. If you, if you like, or where, where is the storage room? 
Oh, uh, back up the hallway and uh, across from the living room. The the I think the door is closed right now, but uh, right right there is the storage room. You see, uh, uh, there are plates, and there are, and um, and there there are plates in the storage room. There are plates in the storage room. Okay, I can go look for them. I'll I'll go look for them. I'll uh, I'll see I'll see you all in a in a in a bit, and I'll then head back out into the hall and go straight down to the storage room. I think when Stanley uh, arrived, Clara was looking more visibly annoyed. And now that he's left, she kind of lets out a small sigh of relief and continues like cutting vegetables. Stanley, can you roll dexterity? Mm -hmm. That is a 91 out of 35. You could spend some luck or you could push the roll. Um, at this point, I'm a bit flustered. If something horrible happens with my dexterity, it makes perfect sense. So I'm, I'm going to take this one. You quickly leave the kitchen back into the hallway and collide right into Missy, who, who seemed to have been very quickly on your trail. Missy, can you roll constitution? 81. So something happened and now you are on the floor. Uh, maybe you ran into the door. It, it, I don't know. But Stanley is right in front of you, sort of looking down on you as you are sprawled on the floor. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so, can I help you up, please? I'm so sorry. I was in a hurry. I'm definitely not used to being in this position. <laughs> so I'm trying to scramble up and pretend like it didn't happen, but I spilled my drink as well. And now I'm feeling really bad that I might have be damaging. Is it a floor or carpet? Um, whatever I've fallen on. There's a uh, a runner rug down uh, covering up the hardwood. Okay. Um, so I'm just not being very successful this evening. And this has really thrown me off now. I will give you a choice because you probably had some instinctual moment as you were falling to the ground did you protect your dress or did you protect the mug? My dress. Yeah. So there is a broken mug beside you on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, um, uh, I turn around and looking back into the kitchen and I'm like, uh, could, could someone bring a uh, some towels or a mop or, or some, something? I'm so sorry. Can, can I... And I try to actually like reach out and and like help her to her feet, even though she's trying to get up at the same time. So it's probably incredibly awkward. Kermit and Clara, there is something going on in the hallway. <laughs> I immediately go see what's going on because I'm a nosy bitch. I, I don't. I kind of just look to the doorway like, hmm. Oh, that's um, Mr. Knot. I call way too loudly through the door. You have a a Hoover, don't you? Um, One of those newfangled Hoovers that have definitely been invented because they were invented in 1901 and we would know that because we're historians. Uh, uh, oh. Clara, you can see Mr. Knott sort of look confused and then walk towards the door. He sticks his head out. Oh, oh, no, uh, no I, I do not have one of the Hoovers. I have, um, there's a, I have a broom in the in the mud room uh I, i'm so sorry let me I'll, I'll get the broom i'll get the broom no no i'll you with food i'll broom 
by if food. Oh, dinner will be ready soon. Dinner She's already walking ready. by. Oh, okay. Now that someone else is out here to help with the situation, I'm I'm so sorry. And then I turn and walk away back, like heading for the storage room, realizing that this has all gone horribly wrong. And I finally managed to get to my feet and I'm just checking that, you know, at least my person and my clothing is all okay. And now I'm going over to try and pick up the pieces of the mug and I'm looking at it. It's actually a very beautiful and possibly old mug or mug that might actually have meaning for uh, Mr. Knott. So I'm also starting to feel really bad um, that I might have broken something important to him. Although you, you don't often fall to the ground in social situations, in the back of your mind, you might have a voice saying, perhaps the powder room, perhaps just check my hair, perhaps just, hmm, there might be something you should uh, attend to. Kermit, you absolutely find uh, a broom and a dustbin uh, in the mud room. Uh, and it's easy enough to get the, the mug off of the floor. Uh, Mr. Knott is sort of standing in the hallway, looking about like he's not sure what he is supposed to do. Um, I think at this point I've, I've come out of the kitchen because I'm alone in it and I, I see what's going on and I kind of say, Mr. Knott, let, let's, let, let's let them worry about this. I, I think we should get back to cooking. Oh, don't 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 fret yourself with this. Oh well, well I I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm sorry about the 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 mug. I um I didn't know it was broken. Uh, there should be some beside the fire. Beside the fire, there should be some mugs. Some mugs. We'll get some more wa- mugs. Don't don't worry. Uh yes, uh Clara, we should um oh oh I need I need help with the vegetables. I need help with the vegetables. Yes, I've been helping you with the vegetables. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Did you forget? Uh, No, 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 no. We, we, we have the vegetables. The vegetables are, are cooking. We, we do. And I kind of, kind of turn, turn away a little bit and kind of head back into the kitchen at that. (laughs) Yes. And he is, he also goes into the kitchen. So Kermit, you have picked up the mug. There is still... Uh, liquid on the floor here. Some of it's on the rug. Some of it's on the on the hardwood. Missy, you've smoothed yourself as well as you can. Maybe there's something else that needs to be fixed for your appearance to be the way you want it to be. And Stanley, you have found the door that you are. That must be the the door to the storage room. So this is all happening at the same time. You're all in the same space, as crowded as the kitchen was. There's a little more space here in the hallway. But you're all essentially in the same space, looking at each other, not looking at each other, not looking, looking at each other. I'm not looking at anyone. I'm just going into the storage room. Uh, I look to Missy and I say, do you want another drink? And I say, yes, please, very much. Uh, But perhaps I should go also check myself. I think you look just fine. I mean, great. You look really good. Great. Not fine. Fine is bad. A great is awesome. You're you look great. Not oh. a hair out of place. Your dress is shiny. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kermit, so much. And I wanted to ask you about the book that you were reading in the car. I noticed it looked um very big. It must have a lot of very interesting information on it. 
it it is and it does it's a good book and it it's very long i'm only halfway through it but i'm always always reading well you must be so smart to just read all those words yes thank you i'm mr i'm so sorry about your mug i i feel awful missy do you you follow them into the kitchen yes (laughs) I'm not making it easy for you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Stanley, you're working hard to ignore this conversation, but the storage room door opens. It creaks a little bit. Oh, that's interesting. Is this, is this door? Huh? It looks a little, well, it creaks. And uh, uh, when you open up the door, this isn't just a closet. This is a walk-in closet. This was at some point a room that could have been used for another purpose but as you walk in, it is filled with boxes and bags and odds and ends. There are a few boxes that are not closed, just sort of like it's easy to tell that they're, they have women's clothing in them. Maybe on the top of one of them is costume jewelry. If you want to find plates in this room, you may need to do some poking about inside boxes. Oh, yes. I will start delicately, very carefully and respectfully moving things around and peeking into boxes as little as possible to not invade his privacy, just find the dinnerware. Can you roll a spot hidden? I can. Well, that is also a failure. That is a 54 out of 25. You do some poking around. You open some lids of some boxes. You don't find... Dining ware. There are no plates. There are no bowls. There's no silverware. There are a number of of boxes of women's clothing, and you maybe start to put some pieces together there. Uh, and although you're not finding what you're looking for, there is a box that has some paperwork in it, and one of the things on top is a bill of sale. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really really want to pry too much. If it seems private, I'd put it away. Would you, would you take a glance over it or? I would, I would definitely glance at it probably just out of idle curiosity because I don't know what it's like to own things. Oh, this is old paperwork. This is for this house. This seems to be the bill of sale for the people who owned it before Mr. Knott. Okay. Uh, the, the name's that sort of stick out as you put this away, as you start to set it down, is that uh, a Mr. Weber sold this house to a Mr. Corbett. Okay. Yeah, I just put it back. And then thinking that maybe he's just a bit confused, um, I'll leave the storage room and go into the dining room and see if there's like a china cabinet or something and the, the plates and stuff are actually already in the, the dining room instead of boxed away like he told me they were. So I'll head to the dining room. Missy and Kermit. Well, Missy, you just went into the kitchen. So Kermit, you've watched Missy go into the kitchen. You hear Stanley rustling around in the storage room up the hallway. And here you are alone with a broom. Do you have a plan for your broom? I guess I put the broom back. I think it takes I think it takes Kermit uh, a good solid 30 seconds to make that plan because she's still kind of like 
mentally tumultuous at another conversation with Missy that seemed like it went well from Kermit's perspective until Missy ran away. And so then she's like, okay, I'm just going to put this back. It's fine. Maybe the, uh, that decision finally came to you because it sounds like Stanley is coming out of the storage room. I don't know if that would drive you away out of sight, but it seems to be timed at about that moment. I don't think he would drive her away. I think maybe she'd stick around long enough to see if he needed assistance. I'll wait in the hallway because I'm trying to be sociable. Stanley, Kermit is waiting in the hallway for you and she is holding a broom. I didn't find the dishes. I I was thinking they might be in the dining room. I was going to go in there and look for them. Do you want me to look in the storage while you look in the dining room? Uh, I'm pretty sure they're not there, but I mean, uh, you can look if you want. I don't know. Okay. If 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 you want, go ahead. I'll, I'll check the dining. I'll check the dining room while while you while you while you do that. Okay. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Bye. And then I'll step into the dining room. I think she makes her way to the storage, still with the broom. You go to the storage room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Stanley, you step into the dining room. This is a a very nice dark stained wooden table with chairs, uh, ornately carved legs. It takes up most of the space in this room. There is a sideboard along one wall, uh, with a radio. The radio looks like it's turned on very low and the table is completely set for dinner with all plates and bowls and silverware. Mm -hmm. I kind of look up and down the table then I look at the kitchen door in from the dining room and I kind of think about what to do next. And then I'll go to the door that connects the kitchen to the dining room and I'll push it open and I'll just say, uh, table set. Clara, in the kitchen with Mr. Knott, he comes in and sort of looks around and appears a little surprised that the vegetables are in the oven and turns back to you and says, like, oh, we're almost ready. Any minute now. Any minute now. Dinner should be ready. Thank you so much, dear, for your help. Uh, Mr. Nod, of course, as I've said, I mean, it's I'm happy to help. I mean, you've invited us here for for dinner. It's the least I can do. Um, and I also want to just like look and like on my own assessment, is dinner about to be done? It looks like the chicken is almost done. But it's going to take at least 30, 40 more minutes for these vegetables if you want them properly roasted. You could also eat them not fully roasted. Mr. Nod, I don't I don't I don't mean to be rude and perhaps excuse me, but I think the vegetables still need at least at least a good half hour. Oh, no, that long, that long, that long. It'll go by faster than one thinks. I mean, we can we have all night, right? All night. Yes. 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 We have all night. We have all night. Yes, we have all night. And he sort of stands and looks around the kitchen as though he's not sure what he should be attending to. Mr. Nod, are you, are you feeling okay? Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, I feel, I feel, um, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel good. I feel, I'm, I'm very good. I feel very good. Thank you. 
okay, I, I'm just making sure, you know, um, and if there's any other thing you need help with, I'm, I'm here for that as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And that is when Missy enters the kitchen. Mr. Knott, I am so sorry about your mug. It, it, it's, it's broken. It, it looked like a lovely mug. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's okay. It's, it's okay. I, I am okay. It, it, it's fine. I have another mug. I have, I have, I have more, more than one more mug. I have many mugs. Okay. Um, and my parents send you their best. I'm sorry they, they couldn't, you know, come. Um, they, they haven't been able to, to visit recently, but uh, they, they are so happy that I was able to come tonight and they wanted to wish you well. I appreciate that. I'm, I, of course, miss, miss them. I miss them. But um, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy that you were able to come and help me find my book. Oh, your book. What book? I can go. I, I'm, I'm a great finder. What, what book are you looking for? Oh, um, hmm. His eyes sort of travel around the room for a moment. It was my, it was a, a book I was reading and, um, I know it's in the house, but I can't find it. Can't find, can't find my book, my book. Uh, Missy feels like this might be an opportunity for her to turn things around if she's able to find the book. You know, Miss, I can just look. Why don't I just look around your house? And if I see any book that seems out of place, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick it and, and bring it to you. How does that sound? Oh, oh, that would be, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Like, cause I, I, I could not find it. It might be in the library. It might be in the library, but I, I couldn't find, I couldn't find the library. I think it might be upstairs. I looked downstairs. Uh, it might be upstairs or it might, hmm, it could be downstairs. Are you able to remember anything about this book that would help me narrow it down? Stanley, on the other side of the door to the kitchen, you hear this conversation happening as you get close to the door. Well, I interrupt it because I push the door open and I just announce that the table is set. Um, so that's that's done. Okay. Well, well, if it's done, then we should have dinner. But Mr. Not dinner, the vegetables won't be ready for another half hour, so... Oh, oh right. Yes. No, we... we oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Stanley. Uh, we're not ready for dinner yet. Do you want to... Do you want to look for your book while we wait? Oh. I, 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 could, I could help you look for your book. Oh, thank you. That would be... Uh, yes, that would be... That would be very helpful. I, I, I would appreciate that. You, you said downstairs. Do, do you want me to go in the basement? Oh, no. I mean, no. No. There's nothing then, in the basement. Then the ladies don't need to go in the basement. No, no. No one needs to go to the basement. There's, it's not in the basement. Uh, those of you in the kitchen or those of you who have been in the kitchen can see that um, the stairs here do go up and they do go down. Well, I, I, I want to turn to Mr. Knox because I've been sort of listening to this conversation um, and I'll say, just just what is the title of this book that you're, you called us all here to search for? It must be very important. Uh, yes, I've been working on translating this book for some time and I, 
I feel like I have been making progress, but I, I can't find it now. It's a, a Liber Ivanis. It's a, it's, a, it's a Latin book. I've been working on the translation for some time. It's old. It's old. Well, it's not that old. It's, it wasn't an original text. It was an original, well, it was 1820s, 1830s. There wasn't a, a date written in it, but um, there were notes, and I was taking the notes, and I was making my own notes, and I know it's here somewhere. I know it's here somewhere. Uh, I just want to... Is it is it peculiar that it's um, written in Latin and it was from 1820? Or is that... Would that be, like, peculiar, I guess? Yes. Can you roll history? 72 out of 5. You have gathered this information that he has given you, and you don't quite know what to do with it. Maybe Kermit could fare better. Uh, If we need more time for the vegetables, then I I should check on them. If any of you uh, would be so kind as to help me me find my book. Of course, of course, Mr. Knott. Mr. Knott, where, where is the library? You said it was in the library. It might be in the library, but I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember where the library is. I know that sounds silly. Well, I'm happy to run upstairs and look around up there and just see if I see any books that I think start with the letter L. And Missy's also thinking that there's a bathroom up there so she can check herself while she's up there at the same time. Oh, that, that that would be lovely, my dear. I um, I think the library is upstairs, but I, it might. Hmm. But the, it would be very helpful if you would look. Do so Missy want, runs up the stairs. You have an office down here, right? You want me to look in there? Uh, yes, I I think I did look in there, but I I could have missed it. That would be very helpful, Stanley. Thank you. Oh, okay. I will go to the office. Um, is there anywhere else it could be? I mean, you mentioned you didn't want us going in the basement, so it's not in the basement. He turns to Clara and he sort of lowers his voice. Confidentially, my dear, I uh, my memory has not been as good as it had been from before my accident. I'm I'm embarrassed to say that it I lose I lose things. I, I, I misplace things uh, regularly these days. So I suppose it it could be anywhere. I, it could be anywhere I am. Um, okay. I'm, it's okay. It, we all lose things. Don't worry, Mr. Knott. I can go I can go check in the basement for you and you can stay here with the vegetables. Oh. I don't think it's in the it's not in the Okay. Be careful. Okay, is there is is the, is the floor rickety or what? Um, what's there to be careful of? Uh, nothing. I think no. I don't go there often. Can I uh, roll psychology? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Twenty-four out of fifty. You get the sense that he has a reason to want you to be careful, but you believe him. You believe him in that he doesn't know why he wants you to be careful. Okay, well, 
you know, Mr. Nod, I'll, I'll just make sure to watch my step. I'm, I'm quite capable myself, but I appreciate the concern. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh... Well, I, I just kind of make my way to those stairs then, in that case. 